Hi, Y Weddings family. On today's episode, we are talking everything mini-monies, micro-weddings, and elopements. My guest, Gretchen, didn't realize it at the time, but the desire to run her own business started at a young age with her summer lemonade stands. After college, a lemonade stand didn't seem like the best way to pay back her student loans, so she entered the world of events working for a catering company. She quickly fell in love with weddings and has been creating them ever since. Over the past 14 years, Gretchen has worked in almost every area of the industry. She launched her own event planning company, Rocket Science Events, in 2010, hoping to revolutionize weddings. In that same revolutionary spirit, she launched mini weddings in April of 2020 and within five months had brought in over six figures in revenue. She is consistently selling out dates and was able to bring on a full-time employee in the middle of a pandemic. She has cracked the code on micro weddings. Gretchen has been named one of the 30 under 40 to watch by Special Events Magazine and one of Brides and Martha Stewart's top planners. Her work has won international awards and been featured in magazines, online, and on TV. She's the immediate past president of the Minneapolis St. Paul ILEA chapter and a founding member of the Small Wedding Society. When she isn't working, she enjoys spending time drinking wine, eating good food, building Lego with her kids, and Netflix and chilling with her husband. Her favorite part of the wedding day is the room reveal, hands down. Hope you guys enjoy my chat with Gretchen Culver. Welcome to the Why Weddings Podcast. I'm your host, Morgan Powell. I am so excited to share insights from leading wedding professionals with you. Tune in each week as we discuss traditions, trends, and tips for the modern couple. Let's plan a wedding. Gretchen, it's so good to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to chat with you today. I am so excited. And I think this conversation today is going to be such a great conversation because it's really pertinent to what's going on in our world right now. Um, You mean a pandemic? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, a pandemic. It's kind of like a four-letter word in our house. I I hate Mm, hate even mm -hmm. saying Yeah, Um, agreed. (laughs) But yes, the pandemic of COVID-19. But as we've talked prior on this podcast and on the blog, I really love the idea that this is giving couples the permission to have weddings that they want to have, specifically those ones ones that want maybe a smaller, more intimate type ceremony. So I really am loving that. Me too. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) let's get started. Tell us a little bit about your company and how you got started with this and what your vision for it was. Yeah, I started mini weddings. It's M-I-N-N-E. It's very confusing in an audio format. You know, the cleverness of the the play on words of Minnesota um, gets lost when you're talking about mini. (laughs) Everyone thinks it's M-I-N-I, but regardless, uh, I started mini weddings last year during the pandemic as what I thought was going to be a solution for couples that were needing to reschedule their weddings. So Mini Weddings is a micro wedding company, and we offer multiple micro weddings on one day. So four to five couples get married on the same day. My, my job is to find the venue, curate the vendor team, 
uh, do the event design, put everything together and create this all-inclusive package. Uh, people hate that term. Like I think wedding professionals hate the term all-inclusive uh, package, but that's what it is. Uh, and so then couples can go on my website and look at the dates that I have available and sign up for their time slot. And they're limited to 32 guests. They actually can add on some more now that COVID restrictions have um, eased a little bit in my state, but we cap it no matter what at 47 guests because our micro wedding is small. So we have multiple dates throughout the year. Like I said, people can go on the our website and sign up. They just pick their date online, they book online, and boom, they're done planning, basically. It's really easy, stress-free, uh, small wedding product for people. And I thought, like I said, I thought, oh my gosh, this is going to be for people who need to get married now or want to get married now. And, you know, they had to change their plans. And we definitely got some people like that and are still getting some people like that. But what was shocking to me is how many couples really just wanted a small wedding to begin with. And this was their plan A. And uh, to your point, you know, giving people the permission to marry how they want, I think that's exactly what's happened. So the majority of our couples are not pandemic related reschedules. This was just the type of wedding that they were looking for and didn't have uh, anything to, they, they couldn't find what they were looking for before. So it's been kind of an exciting journey the last almost year now. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. How fun. How fun. I, I'm, you know, out of hardship breeds, you know, creativity. Yeah. Yeah. Solutions. My, my, my main planning company has basically been shut down for the past year. We don't have our first uh, wedding until October. So, I mean, it's still hundreds of days in the future. So, uh, you know, I was looking to, you know, the, the word no one likes either pivot um, and try and find, you know, some short term, revenue and income and paying my mortgage. And then it just turned out to be a crazy business model that's just taken off. And we're now getting people asking us, emailing us, do you have, what are your 2022 dates? And we're like, dude, you can still get married in summer 2021. (laughs) You don't need to plan a year and a half out, but we definitely think that um, this, this type of wedding and small weddings in general are here to stay. It's not a trend anymore. It's a new way to get married. I love that. I I totally love that. I I am partial to that though, since that's what my husband and I did. So. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. I I wanted. So I have a really funny sense of humor. I always wanted to go to Vegas and get married, just so that I could tell people that I went to Vegas and get ma- got married. Um, but my mom was not having any of that. I'm the oldest in my family. Not the first married, but I'm the oldest. And my mom was like, no, sorry, I'm seeing my my daughter get married. So you are not eloping, um, which, you know, brings up a whole other conversation, which we'll get to. But um, she goes, you can do a small wedding. You do not have to invite like the entire neighborhood, um, but you, I will see you get married. So my <laughs> husband and I, between the two of us, I think, well, I think including us, we had 28 people at our wedding. Um and that was it. <laughs> and I was in heaven. I'm like, I, I've been to weddings. I do weddings. This like, isn't my one and only shot to, to attend a wedding. So we kept it nice and small. So I'm a little bit partial to the small wedding idea. 
Yeah, if I had the opportunity to do it over again, I would 100% would have a small wedding, too. <laughs> we had, like, almost 300 people. And it's, like, I think part of the, the – well, I've been married for a really long time now. So I definitely think things have, have changed, and, and the, the clients who are getting married are a different generation. Yeah. But I definitely feel like there's that pressure of – oh, we have to have a traditional wedding, you know, because familiar pressure, like mm-hmm. that's the same thing. Like my mom was like, you absolutely need to get married in a church. And my husband and I are not religious. And so we're like, okay. Um, you know, so there was a lot of stuff that I think we did and people do just because it's what's been done. Right. And now with the pandemic where you can't have a big wedding, or at least you can in my state, um, right. you know, people had to get, creative and they could push back to on some of those traditions or um, expectations that their family had kind of put on them for their wedding saying hey you know family like we can't do a big wedding anymore so sorry you know this is your only option if you want to see us get married and and us not elope or you know if you don't want us to wait um, you know I have some of my some of my other businesses um, rocket science events and so we do um, high production value events limited amount per year. Um, I have a client who was supposed to be in 2020, moved to 2021. Now it's 2022. Um, but you know, her, her wedding is that they, they didn't want to wait to get married. So like they're getting married this April, which was like their rescheduled date yeah. <laughs> and are going to do the big party later. And, you know, it's been an easier conversation for them, you know, b- me being a part of it too with their parents, because like, yeah, this is, it is what it is right now. So like, we need to find compromise in what we're all expecting out of the wedding. Mm -hmm. And I think too, is like clients are getting older and smaller weddings are more affordable. So they don't maybe need the, the amount of cash like that, you know, their parents may be providing. So that gives them more opportunity to say, well, I'm paying for it. I'm doing it my own way. And you don't have any say because you're not chipping in, you know? So there's a lot of things that I think are fueling the small wedding trend and, and, and making them be more appealing to more people. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I think, too, you know, my experience is having worked in weddings. So um, I'm a photographer and my husband's a DJ. We are in weddings. <laughs> But attending them and working them, you see how many people don't ever get to actually talk to the couple. Oh, my gosh. I love a small wedding. I love a small wedding because you actually get to spend time with the people that are there and and celebrate with them. And at the end of the day, those are your cheerleaders. Those are your Mm -hmm. people that when, you know, crap hits the fan, you're going to go, hey, I need somebody to lean on. I need somebody to mm-hmm. remind me that this is just a phase and it's not going to be like this forever or vice versa. I need somebody to look at it and go, you need to get yourself out of this, <laughs> you know, you know, but like those are the people that want the best for you are, are usually the ones that end up at these smaller weddings. Absolutely. And I have been hearing from, people who have done the they, they're doing a mini wedding and they have done the COVID reschedule so this is their plan B but how delighted they are 
after their mini wedding um, because they didn't realize like how much time they were actually going to get to spend with people, you know, in their mind, their big wedding was, you know, okay, it's just going to be a, a crazy stressful day, you know? And now it was like, Oh my gosh, we actually got time with our loved ones. And that's like more important than ever because we haven't been able to see our favorite people. Right. So um, I've heard so many people like, after the wedding say, Oh my gosh, like this isn't what we originally signed up for. This is not what we were originally thinking, but this is, we couldn't, we didn't lose anything by having a small wedding. In fact, we gained, uh, you know, memories and relationships and, and connection that we weren't expecting and is so much more meaningful than if, you know, we had just waved to grandma, you know, <laughs> during po- portrait time. And then like, that was the last we got to talk to her. Yeah. And then we had another couple who, was surprised again we were like their their plan b but um their families hadn't got to meet beforehand because of the pandemic Mm -hmm. so they actually got to spend there was 12 people at this wedding and i think it was like five from one side and seven from the other um so just immediate families but they um they were able to meet and talk and get to know each other more as opposed to like oh we're the two families of the two people getting married and now we're the hosts and like need to talk to people or, you know, they really got to connect. So they were able to form a new relationship and a new bond through the small wedding, which I thought was really cool. And I hadn't thought about either, you know, like, oh my gosh, like your families get to meet and actually get to know each other. That's awesome. That is awesome. That's like, I got goosebumps. I've got goose pimples over here. How sweet that is, because there is a lot. I mean, my sister got married in September of last year and I mean, we really hadn't met their family. We hadn't done all of that. And she really was like, I don't want to wait to get married. Like, this is what we're doing. I don't want to wait. And so we did, in our state, the rules were a little bit looser. So they had a little bit larger of an event, but still wasn't a huge, huge wedding by any stretch. And, you know, three weeks after their wedding, her her husband's grandfather passed away unexpectedly. And they were so close as a family and like, and he was the oldest grandchild and it was this whole thing. And they were so grateful that they had gone ahead and said yes to having a smaller wedding Mm. because then grandpa got to be there. Grandpa got to see him get married. He got to spend the night dancing with the grandkids and just having a really fun time. And it wasn't this, I mean, it was sad when he passed, but they had this last really great memory as a family mm. with grandma. Oh, now, now you're giving me goose pimples. <laughs> this is why I love weddings. And I, I yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's why we love weddings, right? It's this stuff. It's not all the, all their crap. It's not like the personalized beverage napkins, which don't get me wrong. I do love those, but like, this has kind of reminded me of like why I got into weddings in the first place. Right. Well, it, it's so much about the people and the memories and the moments of a wedding rather than, you know, the decor or what you're wearing or, and, and like you said, don't get me wrong. I love all of those things. Like I would not be in weddings if that annoyed me, but, but it's the, those memories and those moments that are after the fact that you go, oh my gosh, that's really the important part is mm-hmm. you're bringing two families together. You're mm-hmm. joining two families and creating this new community around this couple. Mm-hmm. So yep. I, I really, I just absolutely love that. Um, 
Before we get too much further in here, I do want to talk because I know that you have, I totally stalked you before we, <laughs> we got on this phone call. And I know that you offer two different types of weddings. So you offer the mini wedding um, mm -hmm. or micro wedding, but you also offer elopements. And so mm -hmm. would you talk just a minute or two, let's have a conversation about um, the difference between an elopement and a micro or mini or intimate ceremony. Okay, love to. Okay, small weddings are like my favorite topic, so I can talk for days on this. So a micro wedding is a wedding that's 30-ish guests, uh, and it's kind of the distilled down essence of a wedding, right? So a traditional wedding has, you know, a very long timeline of a day where you've got, you know, getting ready, first look, ceremony, reception, sit down, dinner, dance, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So with a micro wedding, you're basically taking all the essential elements in a shorter time frame, so two to three hours. We, for many weddings, actually do ours are ninety minutes, uh, and then it's got the ceremony followed by a, a short reception. We offer cake and champagne at our during our reception time, and and you can actually add on a few appetizers if you would like to, and then that's followed by a photo shoot, and then that's it, right? That's your entire that's your entire mini wedding, and then you get to go on with your day. We do have a lot of couples who will do something afterward, like a dinner at a restaurant or head to a brewery. Or we had one couple who went and did a spa day. Uh, oh, they had a morning fun. slot and then they like did a spa day the whole day, which I thought was like the most brilliant idea. Yeah, um, that's amazing. Right? <laughs> okay. Sign me up for that. So that's a micro wedding. You're not going to be getting any sort of like long drawn out reception. There's no sit down meal. Uh, you know, there's not going to be a dance, that sort of thing. So the micro wedding is um, is really kind of a new concept. And I think I, with what I'm seeing on like my search and SEO and stuff, people are now starting to understand what a, a micro wedding is. Like when I started mini weddings back at the beginning of the pandemic, like nobody was Googling micro wedding. Now people are Googling micro wedding, but they're also Googling elopement. Uh, and so an elopement, traditionally was the couple just running off to get married. Just like you said, like going to Vegas, going to the courthouse. And most likely it was a surprise to their family and friends that they were, they were doing this, that the, they didn't know until afterwards. An elopement focuses on the ceremony only. So I think that's a key distinction between a micro wedding or any sort of small wedding and an elopement. So, uh, they used to be very basic. Like it used to even be like, you know, you're not even getting a bouquet or a boutonniere or anything like that. So, but with the pandemic, the knot came out pretty quickly with a term called, they're calling mini-money, which is, is a ceremony only. It's like a, in a, it's like an elopement on steroids. So you're probably inviting a few of your closest relatives, um, you know, parents or siblings or something like that. You're not having a wedding party but you might be having um, flowers and a photographer. So you're doing the ceremony and then doing some photos afterwards. Um, the ceremony is most likely at a more unique location than just, um, you know, the courthouse. It's, it's most likely, well, you've seen, I don't know. I, I love right away on Instagram. Some of those people in New York were doing like elopements on their front stoop where it was like, they just totally just, made their front stoop beautiful with flowers and then they got married right there and a few people attended and live stream and that sort of thing. So I think couples are really 
looking for a small wedding, uh, um, a small wedding like option. And although they are starting to find micro weddings, they are elopement is still more of a term that's common. And so, you know, I'm seeing, you know, people Googling elopement packages, Minnesota or adventure elopement or like destination elopement. So um, I think that they're two different things, but clients sometimes might not have currently right now the vocabulary and understanding of the different types to be looking for the right thing. Thank you. I think that really clears it up. Um, And for our listeners, both uh, vendors and couples that might be thinking about a smaller, more intimate wedding, uh, that is a great definition to go, okay, what are you really focused on? Um, So thank you very much for for that. That was perfect. Like, I just want to take that out and plop it on social media and go, if you have a question, <laughs> this is the answer. So, well, I, I started a, uh, one at the beginning of the pandemic, cause you know, who just tons of time on our hands. So we, we co I have a co-founder of the small wedding society, which, um, has the definition. So we've broken down, um, small wedding, mini wedding, M I N I, uh, micro wedding and elopement on there. Um, so couples, cause yeah, there's so much talk, you know, like, somebody's saying this, somebody's saying that, they're not making up terms. Brides Magazine is making up terms. Like, so we wanted to kind of give a cohesive definition for people to be able to communicate with their vendors or with their significant others because it's uncharted territory. Right. Um, so that that's a resource for people. But yeah, I, I, I try and push it out. But you know, it's, there's a lot of information right now too. It's, it's so much for couples. I, I feel bad. I feel really bad for anyone trying to plan a wedding right now because there's this like, an abundance of information and ideas and uh, pressure, you know, like, oh, you have to book all your stuff now because everyone's rescheduled their wedding. And it's just, it's a lot, you know, and then having to keep up with the COVID restrictions and changes and all that stuff. I know. I, I know we, uh, here where I am, I'm in Salt Lake city, Utah, and I just had a bride who their venue didn't, didn't make it in the, the shutdown. And so she pushed her wedding. So they got married last year um, in a really small, a mini money kind of situation. And then we, they pushed their wedding to this year and she's had to find a new venue and she's had to change timelines. And like, it's just been a whole thing. And it just, I, every time I hear something about like, oh, this venue didn't make it or this vendor didn't make it it just breaks my heart for for, yeah for the vendor but also for all of those couples that were like okay we've already had to change our wedding and our plans and our thoughts and and you know we've had family come in and then they couldn't come in and like it's been the whole mess so I I love the idea of the micro wedding because you know that the vendors are are vetted and they're they're good quality, especially if they like your style and your work, they know that mm-hmm. that they can trust you. And then that way they don't have to worry about it anymore, which sounds like a fabulous idea to me. Yeah. I mean, taking stress off a uh, couple's plates right now is more important than ever. But I mean, I think um, really the genius of having the concept of mini weddings where you have, you know, multiple micro weddings on one day is that you as a couple you're sharing 
the cost of this wedding day with four other couples, right? So it's mm-hmm. like we can do a really cool ceremony backdrop and we can have like the best like vendors in town that are way more expensive if you were going to try and book them elsewhere. But because of the way that the day is set up and because you're sharing those expenses among several couples, you're able to get like an incredible value. You know, our, our mini weddings um, are between like five and $6,000, but the photographer that we work with, their normal package for a wedding day starts at 6,500, right? So it's like your whole mini wedding with everything is less expensive than if you were to hire this photographer for your wedding on your own. So that value piece is huge because, you know, even if you have a lot of money to spend on your wedding, it doesn't necessarily mean that you want to, you know, like we've had people say like, we're doing a mini wedding now. And then once we can travel, we're doing a honeymoon around the world or we're going to spend three weeks in France, you know, like the people's priorities are different. Like what they want to spend their money on, you know, like the, the average wedding cost is like, I mean, according to the knot is like the same price as a new car. So it's like, right. okay, <laughs> um, you know, maybe I would rather have a house or a fantastic trip or something. So um, being able to provide that value at that affordable price point um, is really something that I've enjoyed just being able to see how, how much you can get out of a micro wedding. You know, it's not, it's not inexpensive looking, you know, you're not sacrificing on quality of vendors. Um, you're not sacrificing on the experience. In fact, you're creating, it's a different kind of experience, one that is facilitating more connection. And um, so it's a shorter time frame, and it's not, doesn't have all the bells and whistles, but I think that it is a better experience for many people. You know, if you want a big dance party, you should wait. You know what I mean? If you're looking for a packed, sweaty dance floor, wait. Or have an elopement now, do it really small. And then get married, you know, have the bigger party later, the marry now party later movement. But um, uh, yeah, there's just so many, I think, benefits of micro weddings and, and eloping. Yeah, no, I, I love that. So with that um, great lead in, what are some things that couples should keep in mind if they're looking at having a micro wedding or an elopement type style or any tips that you have for them? Um in their planning process of a wedding like this, especially since it is such a, a uncharted new kind of territory for people? Yes, that is a fantastic question. So I think companies like mini weddings are popping up across the country. So, you know, if you don't live in Minneapolis, um, you know, there's most likely somebody who can facilitate, um, you know, your micro, your micro wedding or your elopement, wherever you live. I mean, if you um, wanted to travel to Minneapolis though, I don't think Gretchen would be upset about that. I would not. And it's a great city and you will love it here. Um, um, we're prepared for snow too. So, you know, if it snows, our power doesn't go out. So that's also exciting. Right. Um, oh, my poor friends in Texas. Anyway. Um, so I think there's a couple of misconceptions when it comes to small weddings. So I think a lot of couples think that a small wedding will be cheaper or more budget friendly. And that is sometimes the case, but not always the case. So what we've been talking about with this micro wedding concept, yes, it is budget friendly. It is a good value. You know, I like to think about weddings and like a price per person. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, for many weddings, we're looking at a price per person of between like 175 and like 250 a person. 
And the average wedding in Minnesota is about 220 per person. But if you're looking at a small wedding or you're like, I'm just going to get married at home. um, And you're, and you're trying to, you're trying to take and take a traditional wedding and the flow and the feel and the vibe of a traditional wedding and just condense it down, but only condensing it down by guest count, not by actually modifying the experience. You aren't going to be able to save money because as you know, as a photographer, if you're shooting for eight hours, it doesn't matter if there's 20 people there or 200, it's still eight hours of your time. You know, there's still things that you need to do and deliver that aren't guest count dependent. So I've, I've really been trying to talk with couples, especially ones who are thinking like, Oh, we're going to do a small wedding at our home this summer. And it's going to be, you know, it's cheap. We'll just do it in the backyard, you know, but you've got to think about, you know, duration of the event you know the longer you have people there the more it costs to feed them and to give them alcohol mm-hmm. um you also have to think about you know like i said with photographer some of those fixed costs the longer the day is the you know more costly it's going to be yeah. and also with home weddings i've i also caution people that like you know maybe you can entertain 10 to 15 in your home but unless you have a huge mansion you know, doing 40 to 50 is really hard and you need to figure out parking and where people put their shoes or their coats or how people are going to, do you have enough restrooms? Do you have enough plates to serve people, right? Like if you're outdoors, do you have a weather contingency plan? In Minnesota, it's beautiful, but you know, it can be raining five minutes after the sun is out. So you have to be prepared for everything. So the misconception that small equals Cheap is, I think, one that I really am trying to get out there with couples is that it can be budget friendly, but you have to do it in a different way. You have to do it like a micro wedding, you know, or you have to do it like an elopement and maybe doing, you know, you elope and then you go out to a restaurant for a nice dinner. You have to rethink the wedding. You have to get out of that wedding framework, right? You have to kind of create your own, what your wedding is going to look like. Right. Um, I also think that like, couples are thinking to my point earlier where people are asking about like 2022 summer of 2022 and it's not even summer of 2021 yeah if you're having a small wedding and it is your plan a that's what you're wanting to do you don't need to wait a year like you the planning timelines that you see on these wedding websites like the not or whatever like nine to 12 months out like book your venue no you don't need to do that like right. you can get married in a much shorter time frame which ultimately makes your life less stressful, I think, you know? Um, And if you're looking with a smaller guest count, you have more venue opportunities. So I've been hearing like on social media and like in the vendor, like in the wedding industry, like the communities, it's like, oh my God, we're booking into 2023 and blah, blah, blah. And so I think that adds like stress and a sense of urgency to couples that isn't necessarily needed. If you're having a 15 person wedding, you can get married in a restaurant or a coffee shop. And there are so many places that are dying for business that are open to new possibilities that would maybe not have had the idea of doing weddings or events in their space. Um, You know, we have a really amazing, it's a plant store. It's like, it sounds weird, but they sell you hipster cactuses and stuff. Yeah, it's like a nursery. Um, Yep. And they are now doing, they like cleared out one of like the area in their space and they're now doing small events. If you have 20 to 30 people, it's a phenomenal space 
And like, those are the types of spaces that aren't booking into 2023. You know, you're that, that's like the traditional venues, the people who are, you know, looking for the bigger, more traditional wedding. You know, I also think like, don't get married on a Saturday, get married on a Sunday, get married on a Thursday night with a small wedding. If you don't need eight hours of your day, you know, with that, if you're creating your own micro wedding yourself, do it on a Thursday night, right? Right. Do it on a long weekend. I mean, uh, mini weddings mostly happen on Sundays and, you know, we're selling out all of our dates. So people are, I think, getting hip to the fact that like you don't have to get married on a Saturday Mm -hmm. when you're not planning a traditional wedding. So I think those are just some like tips. I I love all of those. I was going to say, you know, the, the not having to get married on a, on a Saturday Traditionally, you get married on like a Friday or a Saturday because you're going to be there until two o'clock in the morning and you don't have to get up for work the next day. Like you don't Mm -hmm. want your guests to have to get up for work the next day. If you're done at eight o'clock, do it on a Tuesday night. And Mm -hmm. the other thing is, is if you're looking for cost, a lot of even the bigger venues, if you like have your heart set on this particular venue in in your market, those bigger venues are not usually booking Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday nights. And so they yeah. they will sometimes give you a price. There's a different price for renting it on one of those weeknights as opposed to a weekend. Um, so that's oh, a way. Yeah. Yes. Huge, huge cost savings. I mean, honestly, like the venues are dying for bookings right now. I mean, they're literally shutting down. Like right. if you, if you, if you ask for a Tuesday night, like, <laughs> You're going to get a great deal right now. And I hope my ven- venue friends aren't listening to this, but, um, but it's, but it's true, you know, and I think a lot of people are concerned about, you know, like travel and that sort of thing. Well, maybe rethink who is on that guest list. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, obviously if your family is out of town, like your parents live out of town, like, but they're going to want to stay longer anyway. They're right. going to come no matter what day you get married on. If you pick a Tuesday, they're going to be there and they're probably going to come on Sunday and leave on Thursday, right? So I think, like, don't let that, like, um, location determine the day of the week either. Um, It's more economical to travel, you know, at at different times in the week. And also the technology that has come about because of the pandemic with the ability to do live stream, um, you know, like, that is a great solution. That is, like, such a great way for people to be there with you and still like not have to travel if they feel unsafe with COVID or it just doesn't make sense for their schedule. They can still be a part of your ceremony. And that's what, I mean, I think that's kind of what like people are rethinking their priorities. And like, that's, I think becoming more the priority. It's not just like all the other crap. It's more the ceremony and the commitment to the marriage. And so, you know, like I, I would love it if someone was getting married and like they sent me their live stream link and I just got to tune in for 20 minutes and I didn't have to like get dressed up. I don't have to go anywhere. I don't have to spend money, you know, to like all that stuff. Like, gonna great. Say, like no Spanx, get your beverage yes, of choice, yes, pop yes, some popcorn, yes, you know, and, yes, and mm-hmm. send them well wishes. So yep. yeah, no, mm-hmm. I, I love that. I, I do circling back just a little bit, whenever somebody says, oh, we're just going to get married in the backyard, I always tell them to go watch the Steve Martin Father of the Bride. Um, (laughs) Because I think that's such a great perspective of what getting married in the backyard actually looks like. Um, And, and not everybody does that, but I, more, more people than not, 
uh, that's what it ends up being. They're they're not roasting hot dogs on the grill, you know. Dad's not flipping burgers for everybody. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You need a franc, I always say, but you know, some people they I, don't understand the value of a franc. Right. Right. <laughs> franc is the best. But no, those were were great tips, great things to keep in mind. Um, and I I really like you you mentioned, I really have loved that this pandemic has reset priorities for really what's important. Because at the end of the day, I used to have a quote on my website or a saying on my website that said, you know, at the end of the day, the cake gets eaten, the dress gets packed away, the flowers wilt. Um, and I, I said on the, in the quote it was, but your pictures last forever. But it's really, you know, those relationships that are, mm-hmm. are what's important. And so being a photographer, I'm a little bit partial to the, the photos because that's what you look back, photos and video. But Yes, agreed, <laughs> agreed. But I, I love we, that. But your idea. husband's a DJ? My husband so, is a DJ. Oh, so, well, the, the small weddings are maybe not his cup of tea. <laughs> well, so here's, here's the thing. So I, he's a DJ and master of ceremonies. And actually, he's trained me, so I DJ and do master of ceremonies as well. Um, and the one thing that we've experienced is that you still need somebody to run your event. You still need somebody that's going to be on the microphone, that's going to tell people what to expect, what to do. Like, they will thank your guests for you at the end of the event and say, thank you so much for coming and and celebrating with Sally and John. They're so grateful that you guys made the trip out here and that you decided to support their union. We thank you for being a wonderful group, and we hope that you guys travel safe, have a wonderful afternoon or a great evening or whatever it is, and kind of wrap that up so that people, because I don't know about you, but like, in our market, if there's no actual, thank you so much for being here, now get out, but in a really nice way, <laughs> people don't move. Like, they just will stay forever. <laughs> and so. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And, and, we have the same problem. <laughs> and, and we also do a lot of ceremonies. So a lot of the ceremony music, mm. which, you know, is super easy. So, yeah, maybe you're not doing a, a full thing, but you can always... We've we found a few things to... I've been telling, um, like, my DJ friends, like, well, they miss, like, making, like, crazy music on the dance floor. You know yes. what I mean? They miss the energy of that. But, like, yes. if you just need uh, a different source of income right now to get you until the big parties come back, um, I've been telling them to, like, think of exactly what you said, doing the ceremonies. Um, I've told them like do live stream, you know, there's so many apps that you could be the part, you could be the person that's doing the live streaming for them. Um, you know, and with, with our mini weddings, because it's such an unusual format and people aren't used to it, we had to really, (laughs) we, we kind of do that. We kind of make an announcement saying, thank you so much for coming. You're going X place after this. Like, you gotta leave because yeah, they're going to like, Oh wait, this is short. Like, what is happening? Like, we're done. Like, <laughs> yeah. So and it's so really yeah, fun. I definitely think it's different, but it's interesting that this have to adapt. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's really fun when we get to work together on any size wedding because since we're married, it one we met at a wedding, and so it reminds us of how we met and and why we love to do what we do and all that kind of stuff. But we also work together really well, which I know is not for every couple, but it's like he and I can just look at each other and go, okay, it's time to wrap it up. 
and like I will help shuffle people out and he gets on the microphone and so it it's been a nice a nice thing and but yeah we definitely miss like the rock and dance floors and can't wait for those to come back <laughs> and they will like I don't think that's what I mean people are like oh my gosh what's gonna happen with mini weddings like once regular weddings come back and I said they will coexist like rocket yeah. science will still do banging 300 person high production value like super customized weddings and then we will have mini weddings which will continue with this micro wedding segment because they're they these are two distinct markets the right. small wedding market was underserved or not served really before the pandemic yes and thankfully like we're able to now offer people who want a small wedding multiple different options they don't just have to elope or you know th there's different ways for them to get married um and that's so exciting so i'm i'm really um yeah, I know that there's those dance parties are happening in, in 2022 and I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And I'm looking forward to like being at uh, a micro wedding one day and then a big wedding the next day. <laughs> right. Well, and, and just selfishly as a vendor, like those micro weddings, cause I'll occasionally get one where they're like, Oh, we just want you for the ceremony as the photographer. Like we just want ceremony pictures. Like we don't need reception pictures. Those are redundant. We don't care. Um, and those are my favorite to like have shot eight hour days and then like on a random Thursday you get like two hours and you're like, oh, this is nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, then, I've been joking that like the mini weddings is for old, it's like for old people. Like I'm so excited because it's like I, instead of working a 22 hour day, I have a 12 hour day. It's like, what, right? what do I got? It's like, what? <laughs> you're like, and by strike down, like I could be home before midnight. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, on Valentine's Day, I was home by 6.30. Good for you. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's so, it's so, it's so great. And it, it just really, it's a nice, um, it was an unexpected benefit of the small weddings was just how, how much easier they are for everybody, right? Easier for the couple, but also easier for the vendors. Like, yeah. I mean, I kept on thinking I was missing something. I was like, okay, what, something's wrong. Like I've missed a major, there's some huge hole in the plan. And I'm like, it took me a while to realize, oh no, there's no hole in the plan. It's just that it's a very simple plan yeah. and it's still a great plan, but it doesn't require, you know, the 40 page timeline that my other events do. And so it wasn't, it was an adjustment. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But a welcome one, hopefully. Uh, indeed. Indeed. I, my knees and back are very happy for the small wedding trend. And I'm going to find some young girls who are really excited about being wedding planners to, you know, start running my, my bigger ones when I, when I, when I get back to those. I love that. I love that. Well, we are just about out of time. Last thing, tell everybody where they can find you, how they can get in touch with you, um, and all of the, like, plug yourself information. Okay. Okay, great. Uh, so you can find me on the World Wide Web, miniweddings.com, M-I-N-N-E, weddings.com. You can also uh, find me at rocketscience.events. That's my other planning company. And I would definitely love to plug the Small Wedding Society, smallweddingsociety.com. So if you're a couple looking for vendors across the country, that's a great resource. Um, or if you are a vendor looking to get into small weddings, uh, any vendor, right, venue, photographer, DJ, whatever, that's a great resource to 
get some mentoring and coaching. Um, I also do uh, coaching for uh, companies who are interested in um, creating their own small wedding brand. And that you can find uh, at, let me see if I can remember the web address, bsageconsulting.com slash Gretchen, G-R-E-T-C-H-E-N. So yeah, if you are like, well, maybe small weddings sound really great. I, I want to only work a 12-hour day. Like, let's talk. We can do hourly coaching that way. And I am also going to be launching some more things very soon, which I'm excited about. And then uh, on Instagram, which is where everybody just spends their hours during the pandemic, at mini weddings, at rocketscience.events, and those are my two ones. Yep. And then I think you can follow me on Twitter. It's hilarious. My Twitter is definitely not work approved, but um, yeah, that's how you can find me. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you so much. And we will definitely link all of those places in the show notes. So if you were not able to write fast enough, please check out our blog post on this episode for all of the links and show notes and everything about mini weddings, micro weddings, elopements. And Gretchen, it has been so fabulous talking with you. Thank you so much. Absolutely. It's been my pleasure. This has been so fun. Thank you for having me. And if you want to talk more about small weddings, I'm all about it. (laughs) Oh, we're definitely going to have to have you back on. Um, We might have to make this a recurring thing. So great. Great. And it'll be so interesting because, you know, it's been about a year since I launched my company. And so it's like, what's the next six months going to bring? And what's, you know, what's it going to look like a year from now? I'm really, um, you know, just the elopement piece of our business is like growing. People are like really excited about that. So like, I'm, I'm just like so excited about the possibilities of like what, how the small wedding world is going to evolve and like what we're going to be able to offer clients even just a few months from now. Well, we're excited to watch with you. So thank you so much again. And we will be back next week with a new episode. See you guys. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Share your wedding and engagement stories with us at morgan at yweddings.com for a chance to be a contributor on Why Weddings. Subscribe to Why Weddings, Traditions, Trends, and Tips for the Modern Couple on Stitcher Radio, Google and Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're currently listening so you never miss an episode. This episode brought to you by Powell Weddings and Events. We treat you like family. Music provided by Tyler Olson with Musecape Studios.